What's happening, y'all, man? This is King Guru, man, tapping in on the truth, man. This podcast called The Truth. Um, Today, I'm hitting y'all up with a prison wife. You know, I've been on this prison wife trip for a minute. I'm trying to um, get this story out because a lot of people, they, they, they got misconceptions of the whole prison relationship thing. And I'm here, man. I'm trying to get all the prison wives together to tell their stories. And, and we in the house with Kiana, man. How you doing, Kiana? I'm doing, well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm glad you tapped in, man. I appreciate you coming in. Um, I want to start off by like uh, asking you to introduce yourself to us, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like how old are you, and, and where are you from, and your race, and, and and all that. Tell us about your. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Yana Ravi Jones. I am a prison wife. I'm 43 years old. Um, I'm a nurse by trade. Um, I'm also a published author, similar to yourself. Okay, well, what, what's the name of your uh, some of your books? Give us, put your books out there. We got to do this. <laughs> I have My Incarcerated Life, which was written and well, it was written in 2018. Um, I finally got through with publishing and did self-publishing, so I finally, finally finished publishing last year. Okay. Um, I was in pieces, so I had like dual dual book writing at the same time. So that was also published last year, 2021. Um, And then I've also done Prison Wife Journals. Um, I've done two of them. So I have a first edition and a second edition. First edition. Oh my God, this is Released in 2019. And this one is, uh, the last one was released in 2021. Okay, okay, because my publishers is the Cell Block Publishing Company, and okay. oh my God, we got to talk after this. We got to talk about Absolutely. a whole. <laughs> man, we need to. Know, you we didn't know who we were talking to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you are you a religious person? Are you? Um, I'm a Christian. Okay, you're a Christian. What's your ethnicity? Do you want to expose? I'm African American. Um, that's what's up. Okay. So now let me ask you a question. Um, you're a prison wife. You want yeah. to tell us a little bit about your man? Like um, little things like how old he is, um, how much time does he got? If you want to speak on his crime or his gang affiliation or, or anything about him, what can you tell us about him so we could um, paint a picture to everybody who he is? Okay. So um, my husband, Vandrick Jones, he is 45 and 46 in a couple months. Um, he is incarcerated has been incarcerated this is year 20 for him okay um he is a lifer okay um, let's see he has no gang affiliations none other than you know his participations in the streets before he was incarcerated but um currently he's muslim so he has no affiliation um he's incarcerated for the for attempted murder it's actually a wrongful conviction he, he isn't the actual person but he's doing the time for it Okay. Um, and his sentence was 32 years of life, but he has just been resentenced under the new law, the 1170D. Mm-hmm. So he is going up for parole now. Um, they actually granted that based off of his good behavior. So he is being granted that and going up for the parole board within the next couple of weeks. Um, let me ask you this. Are you guys in California? We are. Okay, the reason why I ask is because there's so many laws in Cali that's changing and they're letting people out, man. Yes. So, yes, he's uh, incarcerated in California. 
I'm originally from California, from Oakland. I thought I, I skipped over that part. Sorry. Okay, no, it's good. We got the Bay Area in the house. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then that's gonna actually be good too when I talk to you because my publisher, like, we all from we all from California, so it's like we got a little extra love for people from the West Coast. And I'm not knocking nobody else, but I'm talking about <laughs> we networking right now, y'all. Right. <laughs> so let me ask you this: Um, how did you meet him? Uh, we met when I was 14. He was 16. He used to sell weed in my neighborhood. Um, so we met in my area and then um, had some fun and fun turned into a child about four years after that. And then he was incarcerated in 2002. And we didn't go into a relationship. He was messing around, had, had other relationships, but um kind of reconnected I guess you would say in 2015 and we were married in 2018 oh my god okay that's a love story for real <laughs> right <laughs> that kind of led into my next question I was going to ask you how long you've been rocking with him but that that basically told us the whole, the whole thing <laughs> but actually how long have you been like so let me clarify because you already said 2015 I think but how long have you really been doing the prison wife thing? I'm talking what we're talking about accepting, collect calls, helping now, giving the emotional support. How long have you really been there as a prison wife? I would say prison wife probably 2015. Been there throughout the entire incarceration based on the fact that we had, you know, a kid together. Yeah. So I had to do the collect calls, the visiting and all of that. But when it became serious was when he decided to become serious about his own life so that i would say will be the strongest point will be in uh, september of 2015. okay and you know what's the trip is i'm about me and him sound like we're almost around the same age and mm -hmm. it was around that time that i kind of had like a epiphany where i kind of changed too so I wonder if age has something to do with it, especially with men. Because, I think it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing like I'm seeing a thing where when we were younger, I think this is my theory. When men are in their twenties, we're all about us, 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 us. All we care about is our ego, us, 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 us. But women are more at that age um, about and other people, other people. They're men, they're men, they're men. So then, when 20 years later, when we enter our forties. I start, I believe that men stop being so egotistical and we start um, having more feelings for someone else. And then, but at the same time, around that time is when women finish raising their kids and they start realizing that they need to be about themselves. So uh, uh, the tables kind of turn. Um, so let me ask you a question. What is the most annoying obstacles that you've had to deal with the prison system? Like what? Like, I know it's COVID, so the visits were restricted, the phone calls. Like, what is your most pet peeve, the obstacles that the prisons put in, in the way of relationships? Um, the false narrative that they actually support the prisoners and want them to reconnect with their family and have that, you know, that connection and that family bonding to help them to be able to do their time. I, I believe that's a complete and total bullcrap statement that they put out there that they really don't support and they don't they don't actually honor that um i, I just in my own experiences i've seen the games that, that have them for me yeah especially like now the, the narrative is oh they're giving us the tablets they're giving us the um, phone calls and all that but yet they limit the visitations Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then the, the tablets that don't work and the visiting that we actually have to fight for and 
Oh yeah, they I see the it. All the visits are gone. Yeah, that that fake narrative. <laughs> yeah, I see that on the prison wife people take it. It's called they you women you prison wives got a name for. It. It's called the Hunger Games. And why? Explain to the people why it's called Hunger Games. What's up? Because you literally are out there fighting each other for you know a fifteen minute phone call, fifteen minute visit, an hour visit, and literally a, a visit. Even when it was you know, prior to COVID, even when it was the walk-ins and, and being able to have that physical contact, those visits were gone in less than a minute. Uh. <laughs> so if you were not like alarm clock set, ready to go, you know, first one jumping in, you were not, you, you, it, you know, we literally were battling each other to try to get into you know, something as simple as a visit. And it's still like that to this day, even though they talking about yeah. they're trying to help people reconnect with their families. And it's, like I said, that fake narrative, that false narrative. Okay, so now I'm gonna ask you a question and we're gonna start getting a little deep, right? Mm -hmm. And I need you to be honest with me. I am. Okay, what is the worst part of your relationship? Worst part of our relationship? Yep. Um, the distance. The distance? The distance. Explain that the statement distance. to me. Um, like I say, life still happens out here and trying to get a person who's incarcerated to understand the trials and tribulations that we face out here is hard to really relay in a, in a relationship because they've been detached for so long. It might be easier for the more younger relationships, those ones that, you know, first fresh, you know, one or two years that they've been in. But the further and further you get away from that 10, 15 years, it's harder for them to understand what we're really going through out here. Fortunate enough, I was an employee in, in the prison system at one point in time. So I do understand and see you guys' side of the story as well. You do have your own hardships. You do have your own obstacles that you have to face in there. But just that distance and, and that detachment from society actually hinders the relationship. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, you hear. Tell me to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's deep too because I'm I'm listening to you, but I'm looking at it from the inmate's point of view, and you're so right. Um, okay, so this is another one of them questions. Okay. Have you, have you ever felt like giving up? Yes. That that comes with the re that comes with any relationship, and that's what I try. Like I say, in my you know in my things that I've had in those accomplishments that I've made in my life as being a prison wife is. I try to express to people who are not in this type of relationship that is very similar to a traditional relationship. There's ups and downs. There is no perfect, you know, relationship that doesn't come with its own hardships. So yes, yes, there's been times where I was wanting to throw in the towel and 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 you know give it all up and say, okay, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? But you know, the strength of any relationship is the power and the the connection between the two people, and you guys have to really get in there you know though the, and it probably is a lead-on question of what you may ask next is the strength of a of, of an incarcerated relationship is the communication whereas a physical relationship or a traditional relationship you guys can lean on each other for that being able to see each other being able to touch each other but in an incarcerated relationship you have to you know rely on verbal written communication so in order, you know, it's, it's different than waking up in the morning and seeing your wife or your husband wearing their favorite outfit and you can compliment them. Like in a prison relationship, you got to describe that in 
a letter or you got to tell that over the phone. Oh, I wore my pretty blue dress and this, that, and the other. Like it, it's literally reliant on communication and communication alone. Yeah. It's not something that I can, you know, I can take a picture, but it's going to take a week, week and a half before they see the picture. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so it, it's just, you know, there's that pros and there's this cons. But let me, let me, okay, in order for me to be a good interviewer, man, I can't just yeah. let you off easy, man. I need, okay. okay, I need to know, man, give me a, a, an example of one time, what happened, one time that you was ready to let go. You want to expose that? Sure. Um, it was probably about a year ago. Okay. It was as we were going through the, the court processes and things like that. And it just seemed like he was so excited about what he thought reality was going to be for him and that come home process and the distractions of outsiders and, you know, all of that that comes with it that, that I don't know how to call it, but kind of like that, that, that ego, that's what it is, that ego that resides in, um, you know, that, that look at freedom. And that actually became a problem for us because I'm like, you know, just pump your brakes, let things happen the way they're supposed to happen. You know, I'm trying to be that neutral ear and it was just a lot of turmoil behind that. So I just got frustrated to the point like, okay, well, if you're going to let your ego dictate how this goes, then that's where our relationship is going. You know, the rubber is going to meet the road. And you know, he did have a moment where he reflected. I had to reflect on some of the things that I said as well. And, um, you know, like I say, that communication is that key process. We had to come back, sit down, and really figure out what our true meaning and our root, root purposes was in our relationship. And that that's what fixed it. Man, I'm loving this. I'm loving this because you, man, I, let me see what I'm thinking right now. The way you're expressing yourself is so articulate that, and, and I just, I can't get out of my head with some people that have, um, that have these misconceptions about prison wives. Like we can go down a list of what people try to stereotype and, and we, we're slowly breaking the barriers down. Cause yes. with you coming through, you, you, you know exactly what you're talking about. You're very intelligent. I'm hearing you. I'm feeling it. What? Let me ask you a question. Now, we already got all that about the way. Now, let me ask you, what's the best part of the relationship? What's your best part? Like, what do you love about it that, that can't nobody else give you? The best part of the relationship is our connection, the me and him. The times where he's understanding to maybe my rat race, um, me being understanding and compassionate to his rat race, it's just the the friendship that we have that it has extended, like I say, all the way back to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Like we still have that root, so that is you know that that's the fire that keeps us burning. Is you know that outside of like looking at our lives outside of the sails, the barbed wires, the concrete walls, and all of that. Just the connection of me and him. Is it an intimate connection? Is it like a? a... Like, how would you describe it? Um, aside from being like your your homeboy, your friend, but also having that romantic connection to somebody, somebody who can literally, who knows you so well 
that they can break down barriers that nobody else can reach. Damn. And I know all you prison wives out there that's listening to this can feel that too, man. All right, so let me ask you this. When it gets hard or when it gets good, anything, what keeps you going? Because earlier you said sometimes it gets hard. You'd be like, what am I doing this for? What keeps you going? The vows we, we made. Okay. Remembering why we're involved in this. Um, really looking at the foundation that we've established, the boundaries we set, and the goals that we plan for the future. <laughs> oh my God, Miss Jones, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I wish I could say I was making up any of this, but I'm not. <laughs> no, you only. I'm feeling it. It's, it's, it's in your. It's gonna be in your books, man. We gonna talk about that again in a second. Okay. okay. If you, if it was a situation where you knew you wasn't going to be able to talk to him again and you guys might not see each other for like decades you might not even be able to give him a message for like he's going to catch a real shoe or no phone call no mail no nothing if you could give him one last message what would that message be talk to him don't talk to me right now talk to him okay um When we first met, the one thing that you said to me was, I am what the right hand possesses. The qualities in me are enough to have you to sacrifice everything. It's a Muslim statement of a woman being what a man needs. And I am that. You also mentioned a little later on in our relationship that all you need to know is that no matter what, I'm standing beside you. That when you look up, you just want to know that I'm still here. And I promise that that's what I will be and that is what I am. And you know that that is all of me. I'm right here with you. I'll never leave you. I'm by your side. As we said, till death do us part. Man, thank you, Miss Jones. That was, that was beautiful. And oh my God, I hope he gets to hear that one day, man. I really do. Okay, one more thing before I let you go, right? Um, can you tell the listeners out there how how they can tap in with you? Like, give us some social media. Tell us about your books again. What's the okay. name of your books and all that? Okay, so social media, my tagline out there is No Shame Prison Wife. I'm on IG. I'm also on Facebook. Um, under Facebook, you can find me under Kiana Riley Jones. Um, anything related to No Shame Prison Wife will connect you directly to me. So even if you Google it, I have websites, pages. Um, my books are published under my business, which is Kiana Compositions. Like I say, anything that I say, you can you can type into any Google, you'll you'll be connected to me. Um, my titles of my books, I have My Incarcerated Life. Um, I also have Broken Pieces. Um, both were published, self-published last year. They're available on Amazon. They're available on barnesandnoble.com or directly through my website at kianacompositions.com. And that's spelled Q-I-A-N-A-C-O-M-P-O-S-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. Okay. 
Okay, thank you so much, Ms. Jones. Hey, man, this is King Guru again, man, TCB author. I'm giving it up for y'all. Thank you for spending the time to listen to Ms. Jones. She was deep, man. She came hard on this. I hope the best for you and your relationship, Ms. Jones. And I'm going to tap in with y'all later, man. Take care. Thank you. You as well.